Hey everyone, it's me here. This is Jackal Reviews. And today, I have Luminous with me, another member of Jackal. Uh, you know me, epic finale. Uh, today we have quite a bit to talk about, actually, um, regarding the MCU. Um, you excited, Luminous? You ready for this? Yeah, I um, can't wait to see what MCU has next to offer. Me? Gosh. I could say that a million times and it would not emphasize how much I'm ready for this next year and how much the Marvel has in store for us. I know, like, there's been a full year with no Marvel releases. The first year in 10 years. Um, back all the way in... Well, actually, actually maybe not 10 years. It's more like 12 now. Because it's 2008, I think. I think movies come out every single year since 2008. With Iron Man. At least one. More than one most of the time. Usually two. Yeah, usually two. And now this next year, they're dropping like four on us. Plus like six shows. And I don't even know how to handle it, man. My schedule's going to be tight. I'm going to be coming home every day from work. And sitting down and putting getting Disney Plus on. Because... Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait for She-Hulk. That's the one, one main thing I can't wait for. But we'll talk about that later on. Yeah. Alright, so uh, let's just jump... Right into it, guys. Um, okay, so basically the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, MCU so far, what's going on right now, where they've left off with us, and you know what that's meant so far to us. So basically where the last thing we've seen is um, Endgame happened, then Far From Home happened, and those are pretty much the last implications that have been added into the MCU so far. You know, we, everybody knows Endgame. Um... The Avengers, you know, had their victory against Thanos, finally, uh, after over 10 years of uh, subliminally fighting him, not even knowing, and yeah, so they finally won, and yeah, Thanos, Thanos was a good bad guy, uh, I don't... It'd be kind of hard for them to find someone that they can top. I know, it's crazy, but uh... I mean, so far, you know, we've had really great heroes. We have had a lot of, a lot of uh, childhood heroes, imp you know, implemented into the MCU, and they've meant a lot to me, honestly. Like Spider-Man, I am so happy that they brought him home. They brought him to the Avengers, because like, I mean, like obviously, you know, I loved Spider-Man in the past, like you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I like both of them, honestly. Yeah. But I'm really happy that he's with the Avengers now. It just makes him seem more complete, and. I like Tom Holland a lot, so. Yeah, I'm not a Tom Holland fan, but I do like some of his movies. Like, what was it? Far From Home, that one was, I guess, one of my favorite ones. Compared to Civil War, Home, Homecoming. Yeah, Far From Home was a good a good one. I like I like Mysterio a lot. Um, He was a good bad guy, but, you know, Tom Holland did a great job. I'm so ready for this next one to come out, but... What these heroes, these heroes, people don't understand. A lot of people who aren't super, like, a lot, like, really good fans, they don't understand that, that the Marvel heroes don't, they aren't just people on a screen to people who are really big fans. They're people, that's like, it's something that motivates you to be a better person, you know? And we know they're fake, obviously. They're not real. That can never happen. But dreams have to exist. And what better way to dream about doing great things for other than others than to watch something like that, you know? And they, they all have morals to their stories. Yeah. Stuff that we can relate to, which 
does help out in the long run. Yeah, I know. It really does. It makes me feel like a better person. Just, like, what would Spider-Man do in this situation? Like, I mean, like, obviously, that's not how you should judge every situation, obviously, honestly. But, like... Yeah, you probably get shot for it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, I like to think about, you know, me... If I was in that scenario, what would happen? And Spider-Man has been my go-to because he's so relatable to me. But, you know, I don't know what he, well, what superheroes make, I don't know, inspire you, Luminous, but I don't know. What's your, what's your go-to? What's your go-to for? My go-to really would probably have to be for, like, I said, maybe Iron Man in a way. Iron Man is... I like Iron Man Even a lot. Even though he's, like, way out of there, he starts out as this, like, stubborn guy who likes to party and all that, but eventually gets out of his comfort zone after he, like, learns firsthand what the real world's about. Exactly. And he decides to go and help. Yeah. And he, he realizes his business isn't what it is, you know, what he thought it was, and he's the owner. So he decides, you know what, I'm shutting everything down. This is going to be different this time. I'm not... I'm not going to let everyone have, you know, use me, you know, take my stuff for granted. But yeah, um, Iron Man, he went through some crazy character development throughout the, throughout the MCU. Some of the best I've ever seen in any movie ever. And it just really, it, it inspires me because like, you know, he probably didn't think he would change as a character, but he did in a, in, su- in a super big way. So, you know, that's just super crazy to me and, you He's- know one of these superheroes that's made the biggest sacrifice of them all. Exactly, yeah. He, in he, both terms, mentally and physically. Exactly, mentally and physically, because he gave up his whole family. He died leaving his whole family behind just to save to save the universe, you know? Like, that's a big sacrifice. And, and I, Captain America's meant a lot to me, too, because he's really... He's, I don't know, he started off as this guy who just wanted to do the right thing all the time. He was, you know, a big inspiration back in the 40s to everyone who saw him. They all really, really loved him as a person, you know, and even though they didn't really know him, they didn't really know how he came to be. They didn't know anything about that, but they they looked at him and saw hope, you know, back then. And, and he, he gave up his true love to save America from the Nazis and woke up found out that he can't do everything by the rules too exactly and but his development really has gone more for me what I've seen so far has been him losing trust in his government and kind of you know letting that inspire him to become more independent or to become something better than he was before because he was just kind of, you know, doing missions for the government. He kind of just did what they said. And then he found out that the government and S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't what he thought. So, you know, that is that shows a lot of courage because he stood up by himself to the entirety of HYDRA, by himself. He said on the speaker, you know, if I'm the only one, then so be it, you know. But he just, I don't know, he inspires me because he's so... He pretty much took the whole like, world's problems onto his shoulders. Yeah, and that's... That one moment. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Like, I don't know, he's just... He was great so far, and... You know, I mean, as we're going through the list of the... You know, the first... 
I mean, the original six Avengers, I guess, if that's what we're doing. I mean, Thor, he's gone through some great stuff, too. I mean, he he started out... Lost his parents. Yeah, lost his parents. He started out as a warmonger. He really wanted to just fight all the time. He thought a good king was the one who just slaughtered all of his enemies. and But then he learned that war... Winning a war doesn't make you a great king. It's being there for your people, you know, being, you know, being, doing the right thing for your, your people. That's, that's what being a great king is. And he really didn't morph into that, especially in Ragnarok when he, his whole planet was destroyed. And, and he also, he, he learned a lesson then when, too. When he found out Asgard's not a place, it's a people. It's a people, yeah. He learned that. That was a probably a really heavy lesson to learn because imagine like you having to take all the humans off of Earth and move to a different planet and the planet gets just gets destroyed. You know, like all you've ever known is just gone except for the people that you know, which that would be hard. But as long as you have the people you love and care about, you know, that's just, it just stays that. But I mean, <clears throat> you know. We may be called Earthlings, but we're humans. Exactly, exactly. Humans can be anywhere. Exactly, we can be anywhere. I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen in the future. I'm really not looking forward to the Earth blowing up anytime soon, really. <laughs> I mean, no if, Thanos is for us. I mean, if <laughs> aliens do ask for volunteers, hands down, I'm going. <laughs> if, look, if aliens come and help us out, no problem. Um, that would be awesome. Alien give us technology, um, light speed. That would just open up so many doors. But, you know, I'm not really seeing that happen anytime soon, not going to lie. Um, I really hope so. But probably not. Um, if giant robots are adding to the mix, yes. Hey, man, I saw this video of robots dancing the other day, and I was like, wow, now they dance. They can dance on our graves when we die. So, but you know, Ultron's close. Oh no, please no. We don't even have the Avengers yet. Can't jump to Ultron. Um, all right. So basically, now a few weeks ago, Marvel just drops like ten MCU canon Disney Plus shows. And it was one of the best moments of 2020 for me, honestly. Um, 2020's been crap. But what I'm saying is, they dropped shows like, you know, you drop slippery dishes in the kitchen, man. They just dropped like 10, man. I'm telling you. And, oh, it was so amazing to me especially when they dropped a new trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier they dropped a new trailer for Loki and they dropped a second trailer to WandaVision and man all those were surprising me just by the quality of their trailers and the easter eggs they put into each one of them it just made me can't like it made me you know angst angsty to watch this show um each one of them so I don't know Logan you've been gone um for a while but yeah so I've been out of the loop for a bit but yeah I'm trying um, to get back there. They released like 10, man. They, there's one... Okay, so they released... Obviously, there was the four that everybody knows about. This Falcon, the Winter Soldier, Loki. Um, She-Hulk, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, yeah. Um, then WandaVision. And they also released a few more. They released Ironheart. They announced Ironheart. Yeah, um, they announced... Um, there was another one. They announced Armor Wars, which is... Starring Don Cheadle as War Machine, uh, it's basically going to bring basically it's, Justin Hammer's coming back. Um, it's bringing some storylines in of if Iron Man's technology got into the wrong hands and what would happen in that scenario. They're also making a secret war or no a secret invasion show starring Samuel L. Jackson and Talos the Scroll. 
Which would be weird because it's like, ain't the scrolls good guys now? Yes, but what I'm thinking is there's probably like a faction or something, like a faction of, of uh, scrolls that aren't good. Or there are those ones that stayed on Earth. Because you know how in Captain Marvel, like, they saved the race, like, in a spaceship and, like, they went to, like, they were peaceful and everything. But there are probably still some that were on Earth shape-shifted into humans already. And I'm really curious to see if... probably want to go against, uh, what's his name's, like, role. Who? Talos? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because, I don't know, but... Like, he, he... It'll be interesting to see if they if they bring any characters we know already and make them scrolls the entire time. Now that would be crazy, um, hard to explain, but also amazingly crazy. It would um, be terrifying. It would be. It would be. Imagine yeah. like seeing like like say like who would be. I mean, it's like I look at you right now. You look normal as can be. Yeah. But and I act normal. You're probably in the bathroom, or you're like somewhere getting a drink or something like that. And you're just a big old green guy that looks like Piccolo from Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wasn't except they look better. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> they also, oh, so they also released a little. They said on Disney Plus this upcoming Christmas of this year, 2021, they are going to release a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special on Disney Plus. Uh, I'm not sure how long it'll be. It didn't really say if it's going to be a full movie. I don't think so. It's probably just going to be like a little short film. It's going to be like a, probably a Deadpool. Probably the same special. kind of thing, yeah. And then they also are making a, a um, series full of short films um, about Baby Groot. Now, there's more to talk about Baby Groot, la- Baby Groot later, but we'll get to but that when we get to that. What? Ain't he a teen now? I'm pretty sure. Yes, but it's just like it's just like a fun little series, like with some shorts in it. I don't, it's not gonna be like a part of the storyline. I don't think. It's, I mean, it's probably just gonna be like things he did while he was baby yeah, Groot. And then dancing. there is the What If show, which now, they released a trailer for that too. I don't know if you watched it. Chadwick has already voiced a bunch of those episodes. Yes, and man, Chadwick Boseman. I can't even believe that he's gone. It still is crazy. Like, I just saw his... I feel like I just saw Endgame and, like, he was in it and, like, when he just walked out of that portal and that was, like, one of the most majestic scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. And now he can't do anything like that ever again. So, like, it's just awe-inspiring to me that he just suddenly left and that he didn't tell anyone about his cancer battle. He No one knew. Only the people closest to him knew. And that just shows so much about how much courage he had because he didn't have to get public attention and public support while he was fighting this. He had the mindset to be able to fight that while no one was like no one knew. You know what I'm saying? And people were even yeah, making he also didn't want people to worry. Like, exactly. And people were also making fun of how skinny he was getting. People were making fun of it before that he and he he died. And yeah. no and now everyone, you know, everyone was probably like, uh oops, like, you know, like that's crazy. He, even after people making fun of him for that, he didn't come out and say, yo, you only need to stop. Like, I literally have cancer. Like, you know? No, he just wanted people to be happy. Exactly, exactly. Didn't want people to worry. He just kept making those films. Exactly. And I, I'm so thankful he did because I can't imagine anyone else as T'Challa, honestly. But they're going to have to do something with him, but we'll talk about that later as well. Um... If there was a Hall of Fame for the MCU, literally, he'd probably be the top right now. Yeah, I mean, honestly. I mean, well, yeah, I would say so. 
It's uh, that list would be really hard to, to get off of, man. I'm telling you. But uh, so these Disney Plus series, what if? First off, is gonna be really cool. For, for, first off, it's narrated by a um, man. What are they called? Those guys with big old brains. They're called. They're not like thinkers. They're called like watchers. The watchers. Yeah, the wa they're called the Watchers. Um, so basically, it's, it's narrated by a Watcher, and he basically takes us through different scenarios in the MCU and what would happen if things were different. I am so excited for this show. I can't even tell you, man. I saw the trailer for that, and it looks so amazing. Like, you know, Black Panther as Star-Lord. Like, he was taken from Wakanda by... Um, the Ravagers, that's like, I don't know, man, that was just, that's such a good impl implication to that show, and there's so many more, like, you know, female Captain America, um, there's, man, there's gonna be so much to it, mm -hmm. zombie Captain America, um, yeah, Peggy Carter, yeah, Peggy Carter's Captain America, they're gonna have zombie Captain America, there's another really big one in there, too, that I'm, it's, it's hot, I'm, it's right on the tip of my tongue, I'm not, I don't have it right on my memory, man. Uh, gosh, I might think of it later on. Um, but yeah, so Disney Plus, they really have released so much. And it's been, I don't know, it's been a few weeks since they've released it, but it's it's going to be crazy. I cannot wait for all of those. Now we have, let's see, we have some different casting choices for these shows that are crazy. Um... Now, first, I want to talk about um, She-Hulk. Uh, they casted... Um, hold on. What's her name again? Uh, Tatiana, I think. Yeah, Tatiana. Um, goodness gracious. She looks like a good... Tatiana Mazzolani. Um, yes, yeah, so... Tatalani Masalani. I said that completely wrong. I butchered that one. I'm gonna edit that out. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, so we got a whole bunch of casting, so it's really hard to get them right off the top of my head. Um, we have obviously WandaVision has you know the original people, uh, Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen, and Paul Bettany. Um, we also are getting Darcy back from Thor. Um, she's gonna be going along with, um, let's see, they have, there's a new government agency, well not new, I know it, it's called, uh, Tim Roth is back as Abomination and She-Hulk? Yeah, Tim Roth is back as Abomination and She-Hulk, that's gonna be crazy to see him again. Um, I know, let's see, we have S.H.I.E.L.D. and then there's another one, um, AIM? Not AIM, it's not AIM, it's, uh, golly, S.W.O.R.D. Um, that's the name of it, Sword. Sword is coming in, and, um, the next, yes, so, basically, that's why I think, like, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, whenever he's up in that spaceship at the end of Far From Home, I think that's where he's at, he's on a, uh, on a sword base, basically. Um, it's gonna be, that's gonna be implemented into WandaVision, Sword is gonna be in it, and also, uh, Darcy from Thor, that's gonna be exciting to see. Uh, there's the Hawkeye show I forgot to mention earlier. That's going to be a great one. Um, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. Oh, okay. Um, his daughter, Haley Steinfeld. So in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there is talks that there might be some hints to Weapon X 
Yes. Which I read up on a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know what they're going to do with X-Men. X-Men is going to be a big part of the MCU coming up, and I know they're going to have to pick the perfect way to implement them, and it's going to be really hard to do, and uh, I feel like no implication is going to satisfy every single fan, but I think that they can pick the one that every fan will be like, oh, okay, okay, that that goes with the good. You know, I just, I just can't wait. Um, basically, I think the theory behind the Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, giving, Emmett, uh, giving Wolverine is basically after Captain America disappears, um, there's a race in the world to basically create a new super soldier. Um, and, you know, there's going to be a race, you know, to get the next super soldier to play Captain America's role, to be the next righteous guy of America, and I just... Like, apparently... So, the, the way the theory came about is, like, Bucky Barnes has a granddaughter. And that that's right as a granddaughter, which means that he's not single, ladies. And... Supposedly, that said granddaughter of Bucky Barnes has some tie-in with the Weapon X program. That could make sense. Yeah, I think I think it is very possible that we could see something in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I also think it is just as possible for us to not. I think it's probably more likely we're not going to see it in there. It's like a twenty eighty chance. Yeah, maybe. but it's definitely possible. I think for sure. Um, you know, I heard in in Hawkeye in the show series, um, Hawkeye is going to be deaf actually, and in the <clears throat> in the comics, Hawkeye is deaf, and he actually loses his hearing in a battle, in a mission. I'm pretty sure, um, and he has hearing aids. There's actually, I'm pretty sure, I saw a set photo and I saw hearing aids in his ears. Like I'm almost 100% sure that's what it was. And yes, and um, the suit for Haley Steinfeld's Kate Bishop has been revealed, and it is actually it looks quite nice. Uh, I just don't know. Like, will we see um, Hawkeye die in um, this show? Probably not. It is possible he could retire. Um, they chose Haley Steinfeld as Kate. That was a good choice. Yeah, I really like Haley Steinfeld. She's gonna play a great version of Kate Bishop. I, I like it. Her costume looks really good. It's very comic accurate, I think. Um, it's the best they probably could have. They probably could have done for that. Um, I also let's see. Mark Ruffalo is also going to be reprising his role as the Hulk in She-Hulk. Uh, Supposedly, it's supposed to be. It's pinned down right now as a comedy. You know, it's a it's a comic. Well, it's it's actually obviously action adventure. Blah blah blah. The very the normal thing, but it is. Also pinned as a comedy. I saw that's going to be the Marvel's first uh, comedy. Thing, uh, which would be... For like, She-Hulk. Because yeah. she is a funny... If you've ever read the comics about She-Hulk, she is actually quite she funny. She doesn't take stuff seriously. Yeah. Um, she's... Like she has kind of... She's not as far as Deadpool goes, but she's uh, about on the same level as Spider-Man is, I'm pretty sure. Because Spider-Man is, is a very jokey character, yet he can take things seriously. Because, you know, um, he does... You know, things that are important to him is Aunt May... Uh, Gwen or Mary Jane, whichever storyline you're in, but just they're both pretty jokey characters. Now, Tim Roth obviously will be back as Abomination. Um, yes, so Tatiana Maslany will be She-Hulk. That'll be awesome. Um, 
I will not be surprised if we see um, General Ross back in this show. Uh, yeah, that would be really cool. I would not be surprised if he did that. But there were rumors back in Endgame that he was involved in the... Uh, what's that team's name? Um, do you remember? Uh, there's like a separate team. Like It has um, Baron Zemo on it. It has Red Hulk on it. I forget what it's called. It's kind of like a vigilante kind of team. Kind of like yeah, a, I know a, what you're talking about. Yeah, um, they had rumors of it, but... I don't, I don't know if they're gonna even do that storyline at all. It's pretty cool rumor, but I don't know if it's gonna they're gonna do it. Then obviously the secret invasion. Samuel L. Jackson's gonna be back. Ben Mendelsohn as uh, Talos, obviously. Um, yes, and Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two, supposedly in the works. Yeah, they're gonna be. That's gonna be awesome. Um, Ironheart's gonna come out. Riri Williams is um, the main character in that show. She's played by Dominique Thorne. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to see the Ironheart armor because obviously in the in the comics, Ironheart armor is actually really cool. I really like it a lot. Um, uh, but yeah, so they're also involved in a Blade Blade remake, and that's gonna be quite the event. I am really excited for that. Um, Oscar Isaac. Now, all my Star Wars fans out there, Oscar Isaac plays Poe from. Um, Star Wars, and man, I am telling you, he is gonna be a great choice, a great choice for Moon Knight. I think he will do a great job. I am so excited to see him come into the MCU. The show is supposedly gonna explore a lot of um, um, Moon Knight's bipolar disorders, because uh, he does. I don't know if any, if y'all know about uh, Moon Knight's storyline very much, but he has bipolar disorder, and he goes between his um, personalities a lot, actually. And um, now, generally, do you believe that Moon Knight actually has powers from the moon? Yes, that's. They said they're gonna. They said that that's what they're gonna explore that storyline as well, where he his, they're gonna explore his um, Egyptian roots, actually, which is gonna be pretty awesome, I think. Uh, if you consider everything, like just. I don't know. It's kind of something different. They really haven't done anything like that before, honestly. It's going to be... I mean, you know, he flopped as Abomination and X-Men. And this is just pretty much his opportunity. And the fact... I have so much respect for him that... That he had that he agreed to do this knowing it's not a movie. You know, he's not going to get paid as much for doing this. And he's going to be... This is like the counterpart for Moon Knight. For Moon Knight Spawn? From, yeah. from what? Mortal Kombat? Uh, thanks. Bond is a. Bond's not Marvel. He's not a DC character either. I don't believe. I think he's one of those characters that's just out there, like uh, Hellboy. Oh, kind of like that. Yeah. Well, except like Moon Knight's Marvel. different because Moon Knight takes it on a different road. Like he gets, I don't know, he gets his powers from like the Egyptian moon god or something but honestly the way that marvel explains gods usually is like alien who has superior powers to humans that humans view as a god that's kind of what thor is like thor is not a god you know like a god he's not like a real god if you think about it he is he is an alien who has powers that people worship or that people did worship back in the day um, obviously, they don't worship any, him anymore. Uh, 
Okay, so... Um, they also are making a Miss Marvel show that I did not talk about a minute ago. They already casted Iman Vellani. Um, she is a up-and-coming up um, actress. And she... I am excited to see her. Really, I am, because... I don't know, I'm just... I'm ready for... After the Avengers game came out, I, I just kind of took a liking to Miss Marvel. I think that they did a good job with her in the game. I like her personality. I like that she's a fangirl, you know? And that just... I don't know. It just looks... It looks like it's going to be good. There's not a trailer for it out yet, but uh, they've already started filming. And she's also confirmed to be in Captain Marvel 2. So she's going to be the first Disney Plus Ooh. series... Who is Miss Marvel's favorite superhero? Exactly. So she's gonna have a fangirl moment. Um, basically, we're gonna see. It works though. Um, we're gonna see the first character from the Disney Plus series on the big screen as Iman Vellani, and it's gonna be great. Honestly, I am super ready for that. Um. I'm really, I, honestly, I'm really excited to see her powers on live action because, you know, all we've seen is the video game so far, and I think that that it's just um, gonna work so well on the screen. <laughs> Are we gonna talk about this? This man, works. Man, this this guy just really pulled up Mia Khalifa as Miss Marvel. So first off, it works. It it works with the first off ethnicity of the character. Yes. If we don't take what she did in the past... It works as an older version of her, she but she's supposed works. to be a young child, and Mia Khalifa is, in fact, in her 30s. So, I don't really think that would work as of now. It may have worked 10, 15 years ago. I mean, yeah, um, I mean, with those... Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't work. And, you know, she's not my favorite character in the in the world as, as of right now. So, we're just gonna... <laughs> go on later with something different um so now we're gonna talk about some movies here thor 4 that's gonna be okay it's not my favorite of the ones coming out but it is definitely my second favorite and christian bale is coming as gore the god butcher and i am so excited i, know, I heard about that but i wasn't sure if that was true it is true it has been confirmed and i am so excited for it i cannot wait for that to be a thing, I think that he's gonna do a great job, just like he, you know, does with everything he does. But he did Batman good. He did Batman good. Yes, he did. Um, better than Ben Affleck. We won't talk about that. But Bart Pattinson looks promising. Um, but either way, um, I'm just so excited to see him as the bad guy. I'm really excited to see what uh, Taika Waititi is gonna do with this one. I know he did a great, great job with the last one and we're about a year away from Thor 4 it comes out um in January next year I'm pretty sure and I'm just man I'm so excited um then we have now this is where it starts to get down to real business here some juicy subjects some juicy subjects now what we're gonna get into is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness and I am so excited now, I don't know how familiar you are, Logan, with uh, America Chavez, but she is a... I know uh, the Basically, she's from a different dimension, and she is a dimension jumper, pretty much. She can go through dimensions and multiple realities, and she... 
she basically is a navigator of the dimensions, and the she's already been she's been. Um, is she a teen too? She is a she is a kid. Yes. Well, she's well. I'm not sure how old she is as a person, but I know that she's in Dark Strange Multiverse of Madness. Um, I can't really pronounce her first name. Zoshiddle? Zoshiddle? I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry if I butchered that. I'm really not trying to be, like... I'm not really not trolling, I promise. But, uh... Her last name is Gomez. Uh, she's playing, um... America Chavez in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And it's gonna be really cool because, um... Basically, she'll probably know more about the multiverse than Doctor Strange does at this point. Because, first off, she has been through it. And second, this ties into... Just, this is crazy. I could not believe this when I heard it the other day. This also ties into, um, Loki, the TV show. Because the Time Variant Authority, which is the one that gets Loki in trouble, she has been in trouble with them multiple times, in the comics at least. So I hope they implement that into the uh into this show and maybe they might give her a little hint at in the loki show well, there's, um, there's talks that female loki will be appearing yes that'll be that up I, I like that i hope that they don't let the female loki take over all of um tom hiddleston's glory because he's obviously the goat at loki but um i think that that would be a cool scene to see uh him seeing his lady self now Apparently they were on set together. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, you know, he probably went to that different the different reality and was like, "Yo, uh, who are you?" Like he's probably like, going through seeing all of his other selves, and then he found his female self, and he was like, "Uh, um, what are you doing as a girl?" <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know. It's just it'd be kind of weird. Loki has children too. Those those uh, was it? Maybe. What if like that's his children? Stuff? What if that's not even his female stuff? What if that's his daughter in a different dimension in the future? Yeah, it could be possible. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably not what's going to happen. They're probably just going to do Lady Loki. Um, they did a President Loki scene in the trailer, and that's straight out of the comics. I don't know if y'all have seen that. There is literally a side-by-side -side picture of Loki with uh, from the comics, and it's just perfect. Like It fits exactly, literally. like Perfect horns, everything goes perfectly. I don't know, man, they're, they're really going to do a good job. I don't know if you've heard of, um, man, I cannot remember his name. In 1974, um, there was this guy who, like, stole a plane, and he hijacked the plane, and he disappeared. No one ever found him, and they didn't find his dead body or anything like that in the plane. But crazy, the crazy part about it is there's a scene in the trailer for Loki where he is dressed and looks exactly like the sketch pictures of this guy who stole that plane in 1974 and it shows Loki on a plane exactly dressed up as that person and then shows him parachuting out of the plane while the plane is falling towards the ground and then it shows the Bifrost open and take him while he's parachuting. So who opened the Bifrost? I don't know. Thor maybe? Maybe? Maybe it's well, Odin? It be, yeah, it can't be him though. Yeah, well, unless it's in an uh, earlier well, dimension yeah, or a different, well, different universe. But... It could be Thor from a different dimension or a different universe. It could be a totally different look at Thor. Maybe it's a different version of Thor. Maybe it's a time variance authority. Maybe they have access to the Bifrost. Maybe the Asgardians gave them access to it. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Odin from a different uh, universe. And, you know, who knows? I mean, man. I just cannot wait for that show. It's going to be such a wild ride. It's going to introduce us to so many different little dimensions, different little Easter eggs from the comics. It's going to be so great. But now we're going to get into something 
that I've been looking forward to for... Actually, you know what? Let's just hold off on it for one more second. I've got something else to talk about. Let's talk about Ant-Man 3. So they released the name, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and it's going to be awesome. I don't know if you know much about it, Logan, but Kang the Conqueror... Yeah, I know the gist of it. Kang the Conqueror has been cast to be the new villain, and it's going to be awesome. Um, he's going to be a quantum villain. They recast Scott Lang's daughter um, from the one who was in Endgame. And she didn't even know about that either. I know. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of that, honestly. I really liked her other one. Uh, but they gave it to Catherine Newton, um, who is the star of the new movie that came out called Freaky. And she was also in a movie a while ago with John Cena in it as well. It was called, like, man, I forget, like, I don't know. It was about, like, these daughters. They wanted to, you know, have sex for the first time and... They wanted to. Have you seen oh, it? Yes. Yeah. I know it's actually it pretty funny. I it's a pretty. It's called Cockblockers. Something like that, maybe. I don't know, but it's a good movie. I mean, it, it was pretty funny. I liked it. Um, it's like basically the the parents. Oh, it's just called Blockers, basically. Um, uh, it has the chicken next Yeah, but um, it was a pretty good movie. I think it's pretty funny, nice, entertaining. Um, but yeah. Uh, She's a good actress, I think, but I just don't know if she's a good fit for Cassie Lang, man. I just don't know, and I don't like recast, so I'm not a big fan of recast. But I think that it'll be fine. It'll it'll be it'll do just fine, honestly. Um, but man, I'm just happy that Ant Man Three is happening. I don't like when they discontinue series as well. That just makes everything worse. Um, now, Eternals is going to be a good one too. Um, it's already in the works. It's uh, getting started. Um, you know, Blade's coming out. Black Panther 2. Um, they will not be recasting Black Panther, which is a, you know, relief to pretty much every Marvel fan out there. Um, and so, it's, I don't know, just, it's just going to be great. But, uh... They said that it'll explore, it'll, the new Black Panther film is going to explore the world of Wakanda and the rich characters introduced in the first film. So basically, I don't know, Shuri, if that means Shuri or whatever, but it's going to be really awesome. Um, and also, this is a very exciting one. John, um, John Watts, the director of Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home, is going to be directing the new Fantastic Four movie. And, man, I'm telling you, it is going to be awesome. Fantastic Four, I am so ready for them to be in the MCU. I can't wait for them to do them justice after the two flops that they, that, that Sony has tried to bring us. Um, and, man, I'm just so ready. Um, hopefully there's not a you know cast of Chris Evans as the Human Torch again. We don't want that. It'd be that. funny to see, though. It'd be funny to see as a little cameo in some kind of what-if scenario, but it's never going to happen. Um, in the multiverse of madness, anyway. I don't know about that, but... You know, um, Spider-Man 3. Now, this is the big talk of what's really happening here. Now, Spider-Man 3 is going to be the biggest movie, I think, of 2022. Andrew Garfield? Yes. So, basically... And y'all, can, y'all can't hate me for that. I love Andrew Garfield. Look, no, I love Andrew Garfield as well. I I do like, I do like Tom Holland. That is my favorite Spider-Man so far, I think. But I am a big fan 
of Andrew Garfield. I think that his movies are so overhated, and I'm I feel bad for him honestly because like he did his best for uh, in in the works of Spider Man. Like he did his best to bring that character to life, and I really enjoy watching it honestly. Um, now this is out there, but apparently, and I know this is random, but I just found this. It says actress Aubrey Plaza would most likely be in talks with Sony to play Spider-Man I mean, later on, which would kind of help because Tom Holland is going into, bet- like, he's going between both universes. Yeah. So both universes, the Spider-Verse and the MCU are technically going to canon. Uh, in a way, both ways. Not really canon, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm really happy for them to bring back my two, you know, childhood people. I'm really excited for that. It's going to be great. Um, man, Spider-Man is like my favorite superhero, and just bringing, them bringing that to life is going to make my whole life complete, honestly. And I'm really excited for it. I think that it's going to be mostly a movie about Spider-Man trying to redeem himself after being um, exposed to the world as who he really is. After Mysterio lied and told everyone he you know, or he one didn't, of the best ways to get everyone to get off of thinking it's Tom Holland, the Spider-Man, is if Tom McGuire and Andrew Garfield swing around as Spider-Man while he's on the ground walking. Yeah, they could do that. I think they um, could mess up what they think and be like, okay, so he's not Spider-Man. Yes, but I honestly do not think that's going to happen. I think that those two are probably going to come in closer to the end of the movie and probably have a shorter, you know, part in the movie. I think they're going to play a big part of the MCU and a big part in the movie, but they're only going to play a big part in a small area of the movie, if you know what I mean. But um, They're going to be mentors to I, I believe that they... Like- I, I honestly really want them to show Spider-Man that he can be independent. Not that I did not love his relationship with Tony Stark. I really did. But I don't want him to know that he doesn't have he to be dependent. He just needs a little bit more push. Yeah, I think that they need to make, him, make sure he learns that he doesn't have to be dependent on Tony Stark or on the Avengers to be his own great superhero. Because that's what the other two do perfectly is that they are independent. And they can fight villains that are super powerful. Even for the Avengers, Electro would have been powerful. You know that. And... Yeah. Spider-Man can handle him by himself. I just think that it's it's awesome, you know, and it'll be it'll be good. I just I just can't wait for it, man. I'm telling you. And I've been I've heard so many rumors about it, honestly. Like I've heard um, that Daredevil is going to be in it as Tom Holland's attorney in the movie, actually. Which would be pretty funny. Which would be awesome. Um, that'd be really cool. I would enjoy that quite a bit. Um, I've heard. That they're going to bring Gwen Stacy back, Kirsten Dunst back uh, as Mary Jane, and I've heard that they're going to bring Otto Octavius back as uh, Doc Ock, and that they're going to bring uh, William Defoe back as Green Goblin, and I'm excited for both of those. Um, I oh, think oh, that... but we can't forget one of the major people that's going to be in the third Spider-Man. And what's that? Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Oh, oh man, I I don't know. I've seen all those memes too. Where it's like, where it's uh, it's like, just announced. Hayden Christensen will be reprising his role as Darth Vader in uh, Spider-Man Three. You know, it's just it's crazy. But I think that movie is just gonna be such a great movie. Twenty twenty two 
2021, we are in for a wild ride of movies, and it's going to be so awesome. I'm so excited. Now, let's talk about um, the next big bad. What are the ideas for what that could be? So, I know there's a lot of... uh, there are a lot of options here, I think. I mean, we have Doctor Doom. We have Galactus. Um, I'll say they wouldn't throw in the big bad until maybe... Because this is the next upcoming Avengers movies we all know is going to be with the new heroes that are taking the mantle. Yeah. The old heroes took out Thanos. Yeah. I believe that the big bads probably, if they go through the same cycle, probably... There's going to start out with maybe Modok in the beginning, then probably Doctor Doom, and then a big, big bad like Galactus would be like third Avengers movie. Well, Avengers. people do underestimate Doctor Doom he as a villain. Is over, he is powerful. Like major yeah, Doctor Doom is a great villain. He really does a great job. But of, he could probably have a two-part. He could definitely. He is such a good villain. I don't know, man. He just. Okay, so basically he is a power-hungry guy looking to just destroy everything and make everything about him. You know what I'm saying? And Oh yeah, hands down. Have you seen Superhero Squad? Exactly. I think that they just they should not put Doctor Doom in a Fantastic Four movie. I think they need to Even put it. Even though he is a Fantastic Four character. Yes, I think he definitely needs to be a a bigger villain than that. Now also, you know, Doctor Doom has been the last two Fantastic Four's villains, so I'm quite confident that Marvel is not going to do that again. Um, I'm not super familiar with all the Fantastic Four's villains, but I know they have multiple. Obviously, they have had comics all over the year. I just think, I think that the uh, the most common is obviously Doctor Doom, but I do not think they're going to do that again. I don't think he's going to be the major baddie. I, I think that. Well, I don't. I don't think he's going to be the big big bad either. I just think that he's going to be. I don't know. Implementing him would be really good. Because if they're in for, because since Fantastic Four is coming, then we all know who's coming right after the Fantastic Four. The Silver Surfer. Exactly, Silver Surfer, and honestly, could what? be the first, could be the bad guy of the first Fantastic he, he's Four. He's what the herald of Galactus. Now, they could put him as the bad guy in Fantastic Four, but then bring him back later as a good guy. Kind of like they did in Rise of the Silver Surfer. Except, yes, except they could do it in a better way. <laughs> and I think, honestly... Chris Evans, please come back as the Human Torch. No, do not. Stop. <laughs> no one wants to see that, okay? <laughs> um, I, I mean, honestly, I didn't mind him as the Human Torch, but he can't do that because he already played Captain America. That would be not good. Um... You know what I do think? Um, they've been looking. They've been looking for Keanu Reeves to have a role in the MCU soon. And honestly, hands down, not don't like try to change my mind. Ghost Rider. Yes, he could play Ghost Rider quite well. But imagine him. Horror movie. Multiverse of Madness. Horror movie. Ghost Rider. Well, look. It would what if? Mean. What if he played? And plus, there's another version of Ghost Rider where he is, in fact, the herald of Galactus. And that Ghost Rider, Cosmic Ghost Rider, is Frank Castle, the Punisher. Yeah. What if he played Silver Surfer? 
it would work, but you see this badass guy, Keanu Reeves, in all these cool, like, roles as Neo in The Matrix, yeah. John Wick and John Wick, driving motorcycles, doing all these action stunts, with long hair, like, he's a biker. Yeah. Like, Ghost Rider, Johnny Cage is literally made for Keanu Reeves. I would say that, yes. Um, like, him, that, that's like, I mean, it's going to suck if they do, like, put him somewhere else, but. Well, they've been looking, like they pretty much, spot. they pretty much call him about every single idea they have. Every movie they have, I've, they, Kevin Feige said they've called Kevin Feige, I mean, they've called Keanu Reeves and asked him if he can do something on that movie. And I think that's so funny, like. They just don't feel like he's the right fit for that movie. They want to make sure he, they pick the perfect fit for him. I understand that completely because you don't want to put a character... You don't want to, you don't want to cast someone for something that you don't know is going to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Especially since he's Keanu Reeves. Exactly. He has a big... There's a big shoe to fill with him. He's a great actor. Just like Kevin said to... Uh, what is his name? Mashal Ali. Yeah. When Mashal... I'm just going to call him Ali. Ali literally calls up Kevin and goes, Hey, I want to be Blade. Kevin goes, hands down, as soon as he said, hey, I want to be Blade, of course we're going to put him as Blade. Exactly. He's such a he's, good... He's a big actor. Dude. He's like, a perfect... No he's perfect for Blade, too. I loved him in The Hunger Games um, as that, that leading officer. I loved him in that. That was such a good role for him to play, and I think he's going to do a great job with Blade. I think he's going to do a really good job. Yeah, so, hands down... And I'm sure the set will be a little bit more peaceful with him playing Blade than it was with the last guy, because that guy was such a piece of crap on set. No one liked him. I'm telling you, it's crazy. He used to open his eyes in a lot of the scenes. Yeah, and they had to CGI his eyes. It's crazy. Like, why would you do that, dude? Like, that's so dumb. Like, he's like, like, like all right. an actor for a reason. Don't baby out. Don't want to be a horse. Yeah, yeah no, he's laying on this table, and they're like, hey, bro, we need to open your eyes for the next section. He's like, no, no, I'm trying to take a nap. I'm just going to stay here. Like, what the, what? Bro. Open your eyes. I'd been like, all right, get off my set. I'd have just canceled the movie. I'd have been like, all right, no problem. You can get off my set, bro. I'll, I'll recast you halfway through the movie. And they'll be like, wait, is that the same guy from the last scene? And then I'm no, no, it's not. But man, I'm telling you, that was, that. I heard about that and I was like, that's so dumb. But He also did not want to be, he did not want anybody here. Yeah, no, I don't know. He was just a stuck up prick. But, uh. Good actor, stuck up prick. Yeah, that's, I hope. I'm glad that there's not that yeah, many. That's the type of actors that I don't like. Like, you can be a complete jerk in real life. Yeah. But as long as it doesn't affect your movies, I will. I am willing to watch them. Because you put up this fake persona yeah. as a character that you're specifically playing as. Yeah, that's that's how like, I am too. Cause if, it, if it, like, you know, if your real life stuff, like your jerk self, mingles in with your character in a movie, that's where we have a problem. Yeah, because as long as you're, yeah, as long yeah. as you in real life doesn't make your character a bad character for me, I'm fine with still watching your movie. Um, now, honestly, I think this is kind of, I feel like a lot of character, a lot of people agree with this, and I know you don't, Logan, but the the movie that I least enjoyed the least watching from the MCU was uh, was definitely uh, Captain Marvel. I did like it. Because well, I, I'm not saying she's, it was a perfect movie. Like no, she, they threw her into that. Like she, she, she well, like, it's didn't, not just she didn't get fully into the role. 
It's not like that. It's not because her acting was bad. I think her acting was just fine. I just don't like her as a character too much. I just think that... Why? Because she's overpowered? No, she's not overpowered. Well, yes, she is overpowered. I think... Well, that's her in the comics. Well, I think Thor's still more powerful than her, but... That's just me. Well, that will be in a different podcast. Yes. (laughs) We're not going to argue that right now. (laughs) But, uh... I just didn't... I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite movie. I don't know. It's just not a big deal. But I did like... Nick Fury and Phil Coulson. I mean, mean, the same goes for, like, my non-favorite movie, and people are going to throw hate at me. I mean, I I love the movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's one of those movies where, you know, you only watch once. Yeah. It's like, you like the movie, but you only watch it once. That's kind of how I am with Captain Marvel. That's, to me, that is, the uh, was it, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I like, man, I, I like the movie. We have argued this in on the end. Yeah. I do not agree with him on I, that. I like the movie, but it, like it's 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 people's opinions on stuff. Like you, for your like one watch movie, the MCU is Captain Marvel. Well, yeah. some people like it. That's. I do kind of want to watch like, Captain yeah, Marvel again, though. I that, need to catch up like on the storyline, but yeah, like if you forcibly put. Like the Winter Soldier disc in my PlayStation 4, I will sit down and watch it. But to me, like by myself, I would watch the whole entire MCU and not for that one because it, to me, it's a one one time watch. Yeah, except it has a big implication to the storyline. <laughs> I know. But so if you watch the whole MCU, you skip that one. You be like, you just skip a whole story this, arc. Like, don't hate me on this, but it's the same with Black Panther. I really love the movie, but it's also like a one time watch for me. I like Black Panther. I, I love it a lot more than Winter Soldier, and again, I keep taking myself a big hole, but this is my own opinion. <laughs> it's all good, man. But, I mean, <laughs> no, like, no, no one has fans. to, no one, well, no one has to agree with you, man. It's their own thing, but, you know, um, I don't think there's, a, I don't think there's another MC movie that I would only watch once, honestly. I, I've watched, I think I've watched every single one of them more than now, one time. Now, me and, me and, uh, me and Alec over here, alright, 100%, both agreed on this. Age of Ultron is such an underrated movie. That is true. It's a very good movie. I don't know why people. Don't yeah, I know like a it. lot of people hate on it, and I don't know why. And I actually heard someone the other day hate on Avengers: Infinity War, and that is like the most well-made movie in the entire MCU. Ooh. Honestly, I think Infinity War is like one of my favorite. That's like probably honestly probably is my favorite movie. It is so well done. I love how it is done. And even if you don't like the storyline, the way that movie is organized and the way that they put that that stuff together, it just is so satisfying. The Russo brothers have a have a huge talent when it comes to dealing with big plots and multiple characters, and I just I just love it. And um I just I don't know. A lot of people Game some, Game, Yes. Ultron? Yes. Avengers? Yes. But you know what I'm, what I'm talking about about this. This is random to those. Man, I just, I could watch Infinity War all day. Honestly, I love it. And Endgame was such a in, in, okay. Endgame was not as good as Infinity War to me, but it was more satisfying because it brought all the characters together and had an epic finale that yeah, no one could like, ever recreate. Yeah, like you said, like Infinity War. Yeah, no, Infinity War is... Infinity War, like, you know, people might hate on the story and stuff. Yeah. To me, the one thing that I didn't like about Infinity War was how 
kind of slow the points. I just, I just loved it, man. I, I just can't. I don't know. It's just how slow it was in parts that got me kind of off of it. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can understand where you're coming from, but I still don't agree. <laughs> um, well, it's still a good movie. Yeah, well, I know that. Like some others. All right. Well, uh, we're almost to our time limit here, guys. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, let's say our goodbyes now. Uh, this was really fun. Um, I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, be ready for something else soon. We will definitely get back into this. Uh, you know, just got a new mic. We'll be able to do some awesome things with this. So, uh, now, got any farewells? Now, we keep in mind, guys, this may be the first time we're doing a podcast, and we're learning, right? We are planning on doing more. We are going to do more into you as long as we can if we keep uh, thinking up on some stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, one quick one to get y'all, like, asking or trying to answer. Scott, Ant-Man, was in there, the quantum realm, for five days. Or five years, not five days, five years, sorry. And yet, to him, it was only five hours. Yes, yeah. Didn't age. And yet, Janet, Yeah. The original Wasp was in there for 30 years. Which should be. Which, technically, if we're going by an hour is a year, she was only in there for 30 hours. Which, how did she age? 30 years. As well, as if you think about it, to her, she is 30 years younger than her husband, and a good chance that she might be younger than her own daughter. Well, that's interesting. Alright, well guys, uh, comment about that if you want. Um, let us know what you really think about that scenario. Um, and I guess we will uh, well, catch got, you all next time. Right, go ahead, yeah. Uh, so, we're not just doing MCU. We might add on some DC. Uh, we might even add on to promote some of our short films that we do. Yeah, Star Wars, anime, Dragon Ball, anything. We do debates. Uh, those will be starting coming along as well. A few of us are pretty huge anime fans so we'll start talking about some anime so we'll have them in different sections we'll be titling so you don't have to like oh podcast number three is an anime oh i don't like anime yeah and then you'd have to wait to see what number four is we'll, we'll be titling this oh yeah uh, so my friend here alec he is just starting to get into anime so this is going to be fun uh with y'all as well because he's going to start learning a lot more stuff yeah, I will. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, um, check out Luminous on TikTok. Luminous Demir, uh, spelled D A M I R E. Luminous, L U M I N O U S. Same with my Insta. Yes, Insta too. Uh, check out my SoundCloud. I make music. I rap. Uh, it's Epic Finale. No spaces. You should be able to find me. It should be a little uh, orange Egyptian marking. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, we will be back at it again sometime soon. Um, you know, just. Keep looking out for our podcast, guys. Thank you for listening, and have a marvelous day.